Hey, hey, this is the Sounds on Vinyl show, the only show on the planet that will make your ears bleed. My name is Phil Boyer, and that guy next to me, that is Mr. Mike Svensson, lead singer extraordinaire of all bands, past, present, and future. And if you don't know that by now, then I don't know what to tell you. That's just how it is. In fact, as of this recording, they, they, he just sang for a band live in front of some of you people that probably listen to the show. And from what I hear, the, the show kicked ass. So, and it was fun had by all. Yes, it yes. was. Mike, it was, what's go, what, what's new besides what's, playing gigs and playing selling gig records with, and shit? Yeah, playing. Uh, we did a gig with Grand Reserva. I mean, we're back from the dead or I don't know, the hiatus or whatnot. We're sort of like a, a, a cockroach. The more you, you step on it, the more we come alive. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what that means, but, but still. We did a show at a club in uh, a Malmö called Medley. Uh, it's a great club, uh, a smaller venue than KB that I talked so much about, uh, which is actually closing down after mm. like, I don't know how many years. So that's a bit sad. But yeah. enough of that. So our show uh, this past Saturday, we did with our friends, The Weaklings. And it was, it was a great show. People had a, a great time and we, we gave it all. And, and it was great to see, see so many people uh, rocking out and, and uh, having a good time together. That's supposed to be um, uh, the thing with music that, that makes people come together, a live show. And, mm -hmm. and I mean, we're humble. We were supposed to go on a tour for Germany when COVID hit. So it was sort of like uh, the wind got knocked out of us. So <clears throat> we had a hard time adjusting to that. But but we're still here playing some shows. Next show is in Helsingborg, uh, September 9th. So that, that's going to be cool. Um, nice. but, but it was uh, a, a lot of friends showed up uh, and we had a good time uh, had some had some uh, cool nice beverages <laughs> you know what I mean some nice and, adult beverages there you go yeah <laughs> adult beverages yeah and <laughs> and we're rocking out so that was cool that's uh, what life's and, all about man yeah yeah and I I um, had at, at during the the uh, the morning I, I started out with with my record store so it's first a record store and and then I went down to to soundcheck so uh, which was really cool so the Sansom vinyl record store there at Krusegatan uh, in Malmo Sweden uh, and it's a lot of fun uh, a lot of cool people uh, come into the store and share the stories um, of life and music and and whatnot. We we drink coffee and shoot the shit, so it, it's 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 all in good fun. Yeah. So yeah. Awesome. So there we go. Awesome. Yes. Are you ready for today? Are you ready for the record we're going to talk about today? This one's going to be fun. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I um. <laughs> this is my this is my first time doing uh, uh, a record, listening to a record from start to finish with this band. It's th they're a band like so many others that, that passed me by, like on, 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 I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. They, they've been around for a while. 
Yeah. Um, and, and the band, of course, we're talking about is Sabotage. Yes. The record is Gutter Ballet. Yep. From 1989. Oh, yeah. And, um, oh, you want to know a fun fact? Yes. Chris Caffery, is that yes. his name? He follows mm -hmm. the Sounds on Vinyl on Instagram. Well, see, there you go. You see? There you go. So, Chris, if you're listening, hey. Hey, what's going on? What's going Thanks on? Thanks for following. Come us. on the show. You have an open invitation. Let us know oh, if yeah. you want to come on and we'll we'll, we'll talk music and uh, all that fun stuff. Yeah. So there you go. Now, are you a TSO fan? Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Are you a fan? Uh, um uh yes and no. I've <laughs> not seen and listening that much to it so I can have a uh, correct opinion. I've seen okay. some clip of the live shows, which is fucking insane. Mm -hmm. uh, but I, I can't say that I've listened to them that much so that I can have an honest opinion about them. Uh, I, they don't suck. They don't suck. Okay, so they're they're yes. not like like Megadeth or anything like that, <laughs> where they suck or Post Malone or any of that stuff. I got you. Oh, my God. You. Yeah, because he, yeah, th th <laughs> this is interesting because I'll mention this as we get on, but I think everybody knows out there that, that basically TSO was born out of Sabotage with Paul O'Neill, who produced the record we're talking about today, and uh, John Oliva and Chris Caffrey, all these guys, they're all part of TSO. They either play or produce or write or all that stuff for TSO. And this record, I feel, is a bit of a proof of concept of TSO, if you will. Mm -hmm. So as we go through here, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. But uh, yeah, Sabotage Gutter Ballet, track one of Rage and War. Yeah. <laughs> You want me to go first? You, go yeah, first. yeah. <laughs> I'm seeing how scared you are. I know it's going to be like the Black Album. I bet. <laughs> uh, of Raging War, my note says it's a cool start with with the bass line. I like the guitar loop that runs through the choruses. Really heavy stuff. Um, overall, a good song. Overall, a good song. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I like the way the the music and the sound effects, sort of like this the this the sound effects start and then the music kind of comes in and then they sort of blend together mm -hmm. um, before the sound effects kind of go away, giving way to the music and um and and how John's vocals those haunting vocals just kind of, of kick in. Mm -hmm. um, Let's see what else I have. Oh, I also think it's cool how they had pieces of the solo kind of mimic what I think sounds like uh, dropping bombs. You know, the. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, I kind of yeah. heard that a little bit. So there's a little yeah. playfulness with the music, too. My area. See, that's that, it's it's what I like specifically about this record, but with a lot of sabotage, is that it's very uh, orchestral, very operatic in the way they tell stories. Mm -hmm. And they're not afraid to do things that other bands don't like mm. do sound effects with music to illustrate the lyrics. Like the lyrics and the music really are, are one in the same almost mm. the music doesn't just complement the music. It's like part of it. So mm. 
We're getting into it. We're getting into it. Okay. Track two, Gutter Ballet, the title track. Mm-hmm. Should, should I, I mean, should, I mean, I can see you're, you're, uh, you're on, on nails right now. So I, maybe I should just start. Just you go. introduce the song and, and I start <laughs> with my notes. Uh, I don't know what's going on here. It goes from power metal to some queen opera thing. Don't know what's going on. Guitar solo was really good. That's about it. I, I don't get it. You don't get I it? I don't get... No, I don't get this song at all. Mm. It's, okay. Uh, it's too operatic. It's... I don't know. I, but okay. I'm not into that stuff. I'm... I'm um, I'm hearing all the time that you're too much meat of meat and potato when when it comes to to rock and roll music. So, and I, I actually don't know what that means, but I'm more. I mean, my foundation is from the blues, so mm -hmm. everything that seems to go out of that range, I have a an Hard issue with. with it. I, I yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Okay. Um, do do you want me to to ease in right at at this moment? Oh, there's no or, easing or, in, man. You just no, dive no, no. right in. You just okay. dive right in, man. Yes. We're we're going into the deep end right right off yeah. the get go. Yes. Yeah. So, gutter ballet is is one of my favorite songs on the record. Actually, all right. Um, okay. I, I like the piano mm -hmm. intro. Um, yeah. It's a bit unnerving. Yes. Um, it's like, let's see what I've got here. It's like something chaotic is about to happen. Mm -hmm. And then it turns into this TSO kind of thing. And then it gets heavy with the piano and almost acting like the rhythm section. Um, yeah. Tying everything together. Like the piano just is, is like the glue that's holding everything together. Um, I think it, it's, a, it's a beautifully arranged piece of music. Mm -hmm. um, the main hook and melody is awesome. Um it's sort of heavy, but not heavy all at the same time. Yeah. Um, I like the solo popping in and then taking a few second break and then coming in again is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, you were saying that it you, you don't get it, um, which I kind of took to be like it was kind of all over the place. Yeah. And I do think it takes you on a journey. Um, and uh, I, I think John's voice really um well let me phrase it like this it it's sort of like i get what they're doing but i don't get why they maybe if this was like track number nine uh, but okay to start off with a song of 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 raging war with that heavy start with all the guitars and and uh, the guitar loops and and everything else and 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 all of a sudden, it's it's a completely different band. Uh, I mean, I mean, it's. Um, I you know what I, I I get I get what you're saying, and yeah. I, I was going to talk about this later on down the down the the album. Mm -hmm. This album is is interesting because, unlike prior Sabotage records, this mm -hmm. one is very piano heavy. Yes. So you got something like of Rage and War and some of the other songs, which I'll talk about later. They sound like they're from the previous album's session when you compare them to songs like Gutter Ballet. Ah, all right. So it, you're, you're right. It does sound 
like a different band. And again, I think this was sort of a test for the TSO concept, ah, if you will, all right. I think. Yes. Um, I don't know. I wasn't there, but that that's what I think. I mean, I, yeah. I, I think this this is really they, they're they're throwing some of these piano heavy, more orchestral sounding songs in the mix. Um, although John's still singing the same way he did on previous records, so it, it's an interesting mix to see how mm -hmm. this is done. So. Yeah. And it's important uh, for everybody out there listening. I'm not putting down the musicianship. That's really, really important talking about this album. It has nothing to do with the musicianship, how they, how they conduct their instruments. It has nothing to do with it. These are great musicians. I shit you not. So it has nothing to do with it. It's a personal taste. That, right. That it's just, it's, not yeah. your, it's yeah. just not your flavor. No, no. I get you. This song. I get you. Okay, Temptation Revelation. Yes. Uh, guitars are really cool, uh, but I don't get it. Is it a musical? <laughs> Instrumental See, again, stuff? Like, what, my, my notes say, if this isn't a TSO song, I don't know what is. Right? Ah, again, it's, okay. it's, it's, that, it's that TSO-esque sort of blend of metal and more orchestral style yeah. without the big orchestra yeah. that they have with... Mm -hmm. TSO. Yeah. It's sort of TSO light, if you will. Ah, all right. That's okay. how I call it. Yeah. But you don't yes. you don't get it. No. <laughs> yeah. Okay. See, I've got very orchestral, haunting, yet exciting all at the same time. Mm -hmm. Um, it's like there's all this chaos that builds and builds, and we have no idea where it's going. And then it pushes you to the edge of your seat, and then it just blows its wad, revealing the calm behind it. Mm. Right. It's just this yeah. this instrumental that just kind of I don't know. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I get like, I, I'm not quite sure what the point of this song was going from gutter ballet to this. And then yes, to thank you when the crowds are, are gone. I it's again, maybe it tells a story and I just didn't see it or hear it or whatever, but yeah, I'm kind of mm -hmm. with you. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's not one of my favorite songs. I, I think it's a, it's a great piece of music, but you know, on its own, but yeah. Hmm. When the crowds are gone. Yeah, much heavier. Much heavier. Uh, I like the vocals a lot. Uh, the guitar solos over, overall is very powerful. Uh, but it's way too much rock opera. Uh, but, but again, heavier. Uh, liking the vocals like I did with of Raging War. Uh, sort of like... It's this is should be the track track number two for me. Mm, interesting. We could okay. skip Gutter Ballet and Temptation Revelation and and go right to this song. Interesting. I, I I would get that much easier if you know what I mean. Yeah. Okay. I get that. Yeah. Like I, I'm with you. I really like John's vocals in this. I think he yeah. sounds amazing in this. Um, and it's really too bad he can't sing like that anymore. But, oh. Okay. Um, um, but for me, it's it's a little too ballady for me. It's too, and even when it gets heavy, it's still got that whiny bitch feel to it. It's just not <laughs> really, you know. But I, it, it, but if I had to listen to a ballad, it would be this, you know. Yeah, it would be this one. I feel like mm. it's it's it is it does have its heavy moments, but it's still just even within that, it's still kind of 
I like little whiny bitchy feel to it. That's <laughs> just that's just me. Oh my god. Yes. Oh, we're blowing right through this one. Okay. Yeah. Silk and steel. Mm-hmm. Another instrumental. What do you think? Yeah. Uh, he's a great guitar player, or they both are. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't get it. Still. Yeah, not my favorite. I mean, yeah, oh. I got the guitar is pretty cool, but you know, yeah. I, I think um, it, it's yeah, it's yeah. Yeah, they, they could have left I, it off. I I looked up the the the, the vinyl record on on Discogs just to see how how they they did the the tracking. So we're getting into this is the last song on on uh, on side A okay. of this album. So and and so. Flipping out over right now, it starts with "She's in Love," mm-hmm. and and well, uh, it's it's strange to see that they did like all those instrumental parts, and and uh, I mean, it, it could easily done like eight, nine songs, like four or five on on each side, and it would be a a a, a real really great album yeah it'd be a lot stronger i think yeah stronger record yes. yeah i, I mean yeah. she's in love is um yeah because they, they could have left this off i mean the, the lyrics seem forced like they don't go with the music and mm. and they tried to make it work and they just but but i'm i'm uh, let I me mean. yeah uh she's in love uh i dig actually oh i, okay. I think it, it i think it's much stronger uh i don't li- i di- didn't listen that much to the lyrics because at some point, it it became way too. I don't know, uh, way too out out there, if you know what I mean. Like when you do a rock opera, and it, it's supposed to be like everything is. I don't know what what the fuck is going on, <laughs> Romeo and Juliet or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this this, I, I actually my note says now we're talking great intro. I dig the guitar loop. It's really powerful. Uh, and why can't the rest sound like this? A great metal song. Mm. I've written down. So, so, so far, is this your favorite? Um, or is Of Rage no. and War more? You like Of Rage and uh, War? So, so far, no. Uh, yeah, as, as, it, as we are yeah, through this a, record. It's a, tie, it's a tie between Rage and War and, and She's in Love. Okay. I think Of Rage and War is better. Okay. I think that was a great way to start off an uh, a metal album. Okay. Yeah, I I really want to go d- dig more into Savatos because I dig the name. It's mm-hmm. it's heavy, it's easy, and I wish I I like them more than I do. But but I yeah I I, I I I think listen listen to the previous record Hall of the Mountain King. Yeah. And that's a that's a good record, and that sounds more along the lines of of Rage and War, and some of the songs we'll get into in the last half of this record. Yeah. Um, so I think you'll you'll like that stuff a lot better. It's less piano, it's less operatic, if you will, theatrical. Mm-hmm. It's not quite as. It's still sabotage, but it's. Yeah. Um, I think it might, it might go down a little easier. Yeah. So. Yeah. Hounds, do you Hounds. hear them call? Yes. Uh I really dig this one. Uh I like the opening heavy riff, guitar riff. 
Uh, really dig the vocals. They're very, very powerful on this one. Uh, I like how he... It's sort of like... Um, I'm not supposed to like vocals like this, but he has the right amount, if you know what I mean, uh, before it becomes like way too pitchy. Mm -hmm. uh, he's just in there, and he's... The low, lower parts of his vocals are really, really good. He's really powerful in 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 the lower parts where where he sings in a low voice, and to be able to do the high pitch vocals and and the lower parts this good means mm -hmm. that he's a really great singer, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. So and, and so I'm saying yeah. it's it's really sad he didn't take care of himself and he lost his voice. Oh, I mean, you listen right. to like John Oliva's pain and that's almost painful to listen to because Damn. it's, it's, it's more of that raspy gravelly. And it's, it's just, it's not, it's not the John Oliva that we all grew up with in sabotage and, and, and love. Oh, right. he, he's, he's getting better. I mean, he, he was like, I think at one point, like 400 pounds or something and He's getting his shit together and getting healthy, which is good. And and yeah. I think he's gotten some of his voice back. But oh, right. um, he, you're right. The, this this song is it really shows his his range and his yeah. vocal ability. Um, it, I it's, made, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, well, I made some other notes. It it's like you said. Uh, I really like how the vocals with with that. Uh, it's it's a really cool ending. With, with the uh, speeding and, and tempo differences. And, and then it, it shows overall that, that the vocals and the music are like joined together, I think. Mm -hmm. uh, and overall, I, as I, I, I finished my notes off and say it's a really great song. So yeah. I'm thinking that, that the, it's hard to do music like this if you're not uh, up to the... Um, to the task of, of singing like this. There's a lot of singers that uh, I couldn't do half the shit that he does. So I'm not that kind of singer. I, I'm I'm more like a raw, punky, I, I don't know what's going on with my vocals. So, um, but but John Oliva, is that his name? Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, on this song, he really shows off his skills, which I think is really, really cool. And and so far, this is uh, my favorite song on the album. Yeah, it's it's my favorite on the record as a whole. Yeah, it, it's it's I, I just I love the song. The the haunting beginning, that's it's calming but teasing something sinister. Um, yeah. Then it gets heavy with the beginning taking on like a whole different sound. Um, let's see. Oh, the two and a half minute mark where it it kind of slows and gets a little creepy. Yeah. Before sliding into the solo. Yeah, and it sort of reminds me of of the fox hunts when they release the hounds. Oh, you got all yeah, the dogs yeah, yeah. barking and yeah. running and and stuff like that, you know. And the hunters yeah. are behind, you know, trying to catch yeah. up and and keep up. Um, and the ending of the solo, um, as it fades into the 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 same riff sound that the beginning yeah. had. Mm. Um, and then John vocals are all creepy and shit. Like yeah. it just like yeah. gives this certain feel. Um. And then they've got this little heavy slices that they throw in every now and then. It's sort of like just to kind of mix things up a little bit. Yeah. And then I really, I, I, yeah. As I say, ahead. I really, I really, I, I love that. Um, and then 
you get to the climax, which with John screaming, they hunt you down. And it just, it's so awesome. Yeah. It's just, it's yeah. so awesome. Um, I would say ahead. this be, being, being a singer, it's it, the, the stuff that he does seem so easy when he does it because it, it's, it's natural for him to sing like this, but, but I'm telling you, it's not, it's <laughs> not easy at all. The, the way he, he transcends and, and, and shifts and up and down with the pitch and, and lower voice and the creepy stuff and all that, it, it takes a toll on you. Yeah. If you do that in the studio, it takes a toll on you because this is not the, I'm, I'm betting this is not the first take that he did. Uh, oh, because could, yeah, he, probably. He, he seems to be uh, a perfectionist. So th I'll, I'll think that there's multiple takes on, on the vocals because it's, it's right in there because it's not easy to do stuff like this, but it sounds powerful and his voice on, on, on this one are really, really good. So, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, and what the thing that I love, um, how you think it's going to end, and then it it goes into this fast tempo, yeah, with John's signature scream, like you were saying that yeah. he does that a lot. That's his like thing, and yeah, I don't know how the fuck he does it, but it's probably what fucked up his voice. <laughs> trying to do that, <laughs> actually, um, and then what? This is my ultimate favorite part of the song is that it, it finally ends. And it goes into that same haunting melody that's in yeah. the beginning. Oh, yeah. Just telling you that, you know what? It's never truly over. You know? Yeah. And it's just like almost this full cycle. So, yeah. This is, I, I think it's it's a, so well put together, so well written, so well performed on all fronts. It's just, it it, it's an amazing, it's an amazing song. Yep. Um, and then we go into the unholy. Yeah. Uh, also a great song, uh, like the heavy guitars, uh, and the solo, uh, the solo a lot I've written down. Usually I don't like, I, I, we talked about this, um, when, when the vocals do stuff like that in, the, in this song, but, but once again, he pulls it off. He does some amazing stuff w with the vocals and, and, uh, um with the right amount of pitch and it's an overall a great song yeah overall yeah. a great song i yeah. agree um it, for me it's um it's got that hall of a mountain king era like session like it's mm -hmm. a leftover from from that okay. record like it didn't quite make that record and and it, especially at the end where it's got the the you know the unholy unholy at the end those mm -hmm. chants yeah. are just that's so yeah mountain king ask it's okay. just it's just i have awesome. to listen to that album i have never listened to sabotage i listened to a a couple of of tidbits here and there but it, it never stuck so i have to 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 sit down and listen to to the hollow of the mountain king also so yeah this one yeah uh, the earlier i mean sabotage is sort of um i think gutter ballet and hollow the mountain king are two of their best records they have some hits and misses before that, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, definitely listen to Hall of the Mountain King. I think I think you'll enjoy that or most of it, especially yeah. if you like, you know, Unholy and um, the Hounds and stuff like that. 
Um, mentally yours. What do you think? Yeah, I got scared of the intro I've written down. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's, oh, shit, another whiny bitch. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Uh, back to the Queen rock opera thing. But thank God it changes into a powerhouse of a song with heavy guitars and great vocals. Uh, a great tempo changes mm -hmm. uh, in, in, uh, all the way into the end. Um, uh, overall, a great song. Yeah. Yeah, Again, I agree. Yeah, so. I'm glad. I'm glad they got to the point where. Oh, you think it's about? No, just kidding. Just kidding. Yeah, it's yeah. Valid. Oh my god! Because <laughs> like, I'd be like, okay. Yeah. Skip. It's skip. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, and yeah. it's hard what, to what skip I, oh. when, it, uh, if you got this on vinyl. It's hard to skip. I mean, you could do it on on Spotify, but I want the full Monty with with the vinyl records and so forth. So, um, but um, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't I don't know i i love the title of this song though mentally yours yeah you know and and i think you know how people when they're writing a letter or something they're like sincerely yours i'm gonna start writing yeah. mentally yours i'm gonna start <laughs> signing off all my emails and shit with <laughs> mentally yours <laughs> do it this has some fucking fun, man. Yeah. All right. We're getting close to the end. If you've got something to say about this record or anything, an uh, uh, album you might want us to cover, uh, talk about, um, go to sonsonvinyl.com and leave us a message. Oh, yeah. Do it. It's, it'll be a lot of fun. We'll get you on the show. We'll have some fun. And uh, yeah. Do yeah. it. Make it happen. Make it happen. Make it fucking happen. Summer's Rain, track 10. Yeah. Um. They weren't kidding this time. No, it's another fucking ballad. Yeah, but I'll 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 say this: it's not the rock opera thing. I think this is a uh, this is a great power ballad. Uh, some people say that hard rock and metal bands are, uh, create the best ballads, and this is a a, a proof of that. I think. Uh, I mean, I'm not really into par ballads, but if it's su supposed to be um, uh, a metal or hard rock band to do it w with um, some sort of like stamina, if you know what I mean, mm -hmm. it, it just sounds like this. Um, I think it's 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 a good song. Uh, maybe it's because I'm glad that they didn't do another one with the opera thing. <laughs> I don't, I don't know, but but uh, it, it's 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 an okay, um, it's a cool song. Uh, not my favorite though, but but it's I don't know. Okay, all right. Great power ballad. Really uh, yeah, I mean. In my opinion, they could have left this off the record. They could have locked it in the cutting room floor with the entire Megadeth catalog, <laughs> Black Album, and oh, it just God. no. We 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 didn't need this song. We didn't okay. really need this song. I, I don't <laughs> think so. It, it, it yeah. Like I was saying, sabotage is, is there. There's some hits and there's some misses. Yeah. Um, and I feel like this this. This was a, a big, big miss, I think. Mm. Yeah. That's just me. That's yeah. just me. Not a favorite one, so so yeah. I, I could I could easily agree with you. But this next one, Thorzine Shuffle, the final track on the record. Yeah. This is how they chose to end the record. What do you think? 
Hit uh, or miss? I think it's a hit, but because I love the 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 cool shuffle tempo with the heavy guitars. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean the vocals. I, I mean I focus really. I I mean I don't know. I, I've never listened to to like I told you before. I never listened to Sabotage from from start to finish, and I'm I'm pretty awestruck with John Oliva. I'll tell you that because the vocals are especially powerful on on, on this track. Uh, and I've written down another great song. Uh, I wish more was like this. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I think it's a fucking brilliant song. I mean, yeah. I, I do. It's, it's one of my favorites on here. The, the creepiness of the intro, um, it, it actually makes you feel like you're in an asylum that they're yeah. going to force yeah. in you. Um, and then the song kicks in with that riff and it's just like, holy shit. And then yeah. the music really makes you feel like, feel the lyrics. Yeah. I don't know how to, I don't know how to say it, but it makes you feel like you're in it. Like you're in yeah. the song. Like that's you in it. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and it's just, it's, it's so unstable and confusing and it's just, I don't know, man. It, it It's, I don't know. It, it, it's just, it, it's, another for me i i you know i i think of it as a it feels like an opera song right it it feels like i can see almost in my mind's eye the performance of this thing and it's just it it feels like something out of a a horror movie or something it's just that creepiness of the song and 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 all that and i i don't know i i i think it was a, a great way to end it and i'm with you i i want more songs like this on the record yeah yeah because it's just I, I, phenomenal i think it's also very ballsy to 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 start with 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 um uh a song like of rage and war and and do this one at the end because i remember growing up i, I heard someone talking about when we started out playing music and we got more into i was sort of like between 17 and 18 years old trying to to get a, a demo together and 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 what now what to think about and almost everybody told us if you're gonna do more than five songs on a demo make sure that those first three are the way you want the, the band to sound because people don't listen to a full album <laughs> they, from, they from, don't get to the fourth or no fifth. so yeah. yeah so if the first like on a full length album with 10 songs if the first four five even six songs aren't the shit then you're done so mm-hmm. it's very ballsy i i don't know if it's uh it's a thing from the 80s that people didn't care actually but that's the way that i've been taught that you have to start out even with it doing a live set, you have to do stuff in a certain way. You have to make sure that you get a grip of the audience from the get-go and that you, that you hold on to them for like three, four songs. Mm-hmm. And then you can let go and, and you can ease down and then you get off with a, with a bang. But, but to, to do this on an album, it's, I mean, <laughs> I, it's, it's great. It's great stuff. It really is great stuff. Yeah. Okay. So overall, overall, out of 10, what would you give it? 
A seven. A seven, a solid a seven. seven. I t- if I'll I remember you- correctly, it's the same. No, I think you gave Dirty Looks like a six and a half. So you like this better than 30 looks, which is interesting to me. Interesting. I thought you were going to give this like a one and a half to two, maybe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's not a black album. Yeah, it's not. You're you're a bit happy. You're a bit (laughs) happy about this. I have to say, though, uh, it's much due to the guitar parts. And yeah, there's there's a lot of talent in the guitar. Yeah. Uh, if the mm-hmm. opera and uh, uh, operatic things and the instrumental parts w- were uh, out of there, uh, it left out, it would easily be a nine or a ten. Because, mm. uh, okay. I mean, the musicianship, damn. Yeah, those dudes yeah. can play. <laughs> God damn it. And, and John Oliva, man, what a yeah. great singer. Yes. Yeah. I get eight and a half to nine. Yeah, I think because there's there's a couple ballads on here that kind of loses points for that, but yeah, um, I think overall they they have like Thorazine Shuffle and um, I like the Gutter Ballet and Hounds. I think those songs are just so fucking strong. Yeah, that it it it, and and there's other stronger songs too on here, but th- those are like those are just so well done that the album deserves an eight and a half at least. Cool. Definitely. So yes. any final words on the record before we get the hell out of here? Uh, I've dig, I've, I've looked at the art artwork, both on this one and, and, and uh, the, the previous one, uh, the whole of the, Hall Mountain of the King. Mountain King. I, I really dig the artwork. I really dig the, the, the logo that, that they got going on. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm into that shit. So, so <laughs> I think, I think yeah. that's, that's really cool. So yeah. and I I'm overall I I didn't have I have had very low expectations of this because being at our age if I haven't discovered a band yet that's been around for this long it's 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 never going to happen so, so <laughs> it's never going to happen so, no uh because there is something that keeps me away i don't know what it is but this one it it was completely different so i'm very happy that i get to experience stuff i'm it's not uh, i'm i'm not being forced into it but but it's cool because you talked about sabotage a lot during the years that uh, and that we talked together and, and shoot the shit so i was curious and and we had Nicolas Sangaline from uh, In Flames, and now the Halo Effect. He, now he's a big Sabotage fan, so yeah. So I'm I'm pretty curious about uh, these albums. So uh, and I'm glad that I, I sat down and listened to it from from start to finish because there's okay. a lot of songs that I'm gonna put into to uh, uh, one of my big playlists that I have on metal music. So. Okay, so I'm going to put you on the spot right now and issue. Yes, I wouldn't call it a chan- a challenge, but mm-hmm. how about you go and listen to the the Mountain King Hall of yeah. the Mountain King record? Yes, and we'll do a quick little update next week or next oh, on the next sure. show. And oh yeah, we won't go track by track. Just okay, what'd you think? What were your favorite yeah. songs overall? Kind of thing. Oh, I think yeah. that that would be fun. Yeah. 
since yeah. since since you 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 surprised me by liking this, yeah, it'd be fun yeah. to see what you think of 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 that record. Yeah, I twenty four hours ago in Strange Wings. I mean, on on the previous record on Hollow Mount King, I think those are some phenomenal songs. Yeah, and uh, you, you talk about John Oliva's voice; it really really showcases on yeah. that record. So yeah. awesome! All right, so look forward to that. Yes. All right. And uh, anything else to say about anything before we No, uh... I, but, but I'm thinking that if you're you're in the neighborhood and you like sabotage and you, you want to convince me that's the the greatest band in the world, come by the record store in, in Malmo and convince me and I might have a treat for you. Um, Ooh. Ooh. Yes. Okay. But convince me why convince I should start listening to Sabotage even more than I do at the moment. Uh, and which albums before, except for Hall of the Mountain King and Garo Ballet, what's your take on Sabotage as a whole? Could you convince me that these are the greatest metal musicians in the world? <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. All right. Just come by the come by the store. Convince come by me. the store. And if you're not by the store, yes. Go to the website and leave the same message. Convince Mike that he should listen to Sabotage. Oh, listen yeah. to more of it. And I'm actually curious, being a Sabotage fan, for all the other Sabotage fans out there, what you guys think of the the era where they hire i forget his name because i they kind of lost me after that but when they hired the singer and john stopped singing uh what you think of that era of sabotage more the later years oh. of, of sabotage versus the early years of sabotage right. so there we go cool it's gonna be fun all right so thanks for listening go to sonsonvinyl.com for past episodes merch and all kinds of other fun and uh until next time Later. Later. This has been the Sounds on Vinyl Show with Mike Spenson and Phil Boyer. Produced by Boozehound Entertainment in cooperation with Boozehound Music. Intro and outro music by Dead Anarchy, courtesy of Shop Glass Records. For exclusive playlists, videos, and other extras, visit soundsonvinyl.com. Thanks for listening and for all your motherfucking support.